Welcome to episode 46 of the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and I'm joined by my very good friend across the room, Mr. Badway. Hello. What's going on, Badway? Sitting here in your basement, and I see these boxes of old toys and hockey cards. It's a good day. And I kind of just want to not do this podcast and, a- just, and just play with the toys. You want to look up the, the uh, Paul Coffey hockey cards, yeah. the Chris Chelios got, trading cards? You got Batmobiles and Batmans and freaking Street Sharks. Very recently, <laughs> uh cleaned out my aunt's basement. Lots of great stuff. Sega yeah. Genesis Batman Returns. Great, there's, great Sega games. There's, there's, there's a street shark just staring me in the face as I'm doing this. Like, how am I supposed to focus? You know? <laughs> Between that, the old yeah. old Game Boy manuals, yeah. Game Gear, yeah. video game I manuals. Read, I want to read the controls for, for Chakan. <laughs> <laughs> One of the dumbest games ever made, by the way. Yeah. But before we get into it, this is The Last Row Podcast. As I mentioned, this is episode 46. Our website is thelastrowpodcast.com. We are on Twitter at thelastrowpod. I mentioned previously on some of the other shows, if we have a week off, Twitter's the best way to find out about it. Lots of fantasy football going on right now, so our recording <laughs> schedule's been a little bit sporadic. Couple sicknesses, couple children here. Facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod, Google Plus. Head out to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Thank you to everybody that's taking the time to do so. I'm excited to be back, Bad Way, talking yeah. about some good stuff today. Well, yeah, it's got me thinking about Game Gear. Game, game Gear? And, ga- and game manuals in yeah. particular. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But are game manuals only to be exclusively read while on the toilet? I was listen when you right? were going there. I was I knew you were going there. It's the perfect bathroom routine. That's, that, that's not listen, acceptable to read the game manual anywhere else but on the toilet. Because right? when you're a kid, right? Yeah. You're let's say you're how old are you when you had these game manuals? What are you 10, 12 years sure. old? Yeah, you need something to read in the bathroom. You don't have Maxim as a kid. No, you don't have FHM as a kid. You don't have Sports Illustrated. No, you know maybe right. you had it. Maybe I, you had I didn't. Sports Illustrated for kids. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or you got a what is it? That Life Magazine or what's the one that they have? Life that Magazine highlights. 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 <laughs> Not Life. <laughs> That's like the total opposite of that. <laughs> highlights Magazine. You know the thing that they have at the dentist's office yeah, for like right. kids. You got to color do the yeah. selections. Riddle the germs. No, sure. it's the perfect yeah bathroom reading material. Yeah, of course. And now, like, they, obviously, they don't make them like they used to, as we say, right? Right, right. That they don't. There are no more such thing as gay manuals. No, you you, yeah. you have a blank picture or yeah. a piece of paper. Yeah. They don't even put DVD chapters in the in the the Blu-rays anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, right. No, but you know, now when you go to the bathroom, are you using your phone to look up old game manuals? You looking up the PDFs? I sh- that's a great idea. I you should. can look up any game yeah. you want. Yeah, like you go to like the fighting games and you get like the backstory of all the guys. You got to look up Mortal Primal Kombat. Rage. Yeah, right. So what are, what are the special moves <laughs> yeah. to to uh, Reptile and Mortal Kombat Two yeah. for Super Nintendo? So bring back the game manuals, all right, people. Listen, man, they they don't make them like they used to. All right, speaking of don't making them like they used to, this episode is going to be largely focused on the very phenomenal pilot episode of Amazon series is John Claude Van Johnson, starring John Claude Van Damme. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to give you the top five reasons why this should be picked up and be a full season and hopefully on for 10 seasons and it becomes a classic. And then we're going to end the episode talking about um, the brand new Fifty Shades of what, Darker? Fifty Shades I Darker. The, I don't even know the title. 51 Shades of know. Grey. Well, one of our personal favorite episodes of the past was our Fifty Shades of Grey episode. Just in time for Valentine's yeah. Day 2015. So it just so happens the day that we're recording this, the new trailer for the brand new... Uh, sequel dropped, so we we watched it, and uh, we're gonna go back and analyze it. So we think we're gonna have some fun with that, and uh, whatever else we get into, we might talk more about uh, bathroom reading material uh, in the middle. <laughs> I'm gonna have so. to go through some of these game manuals here. Well, I have to go take them. I'll put them in the bathroom I'm, on the magazine. I'm on the can right now, so. <laughs> 
you can't see everybody, yeah. but he's in the other room. You know, the well, doors closed. Making a video podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so I'm very excited. Finally had the chance to watch this thing. And can I tell you, you know, someone sent it to us on Twitter. Thank you for for recommending the show. It was as good as advertised. Yeah, it was so good on so many levels. I didn't know what to expect from it, but it's. I mean, we're gonna run down the reasons why it should be picked up, and I don't know. Let's just let's just dive right into it, right? Yeah, like rather than gush over it. So the background of the show basically is Jean Claude Van Damme. It's it's the whole reason he's kind of self aware now, right? The whole show is that he's an actor, but it follows his real life. I'm using air quotes here. His real life. He plays himself. Plays himself, but he also has this alter, basically, ego, where he's basically a black ops specialist that he does operations where he goes to make movies. And that's all you need to know. It's a big advertisement for the show. So, for example, like in this this TV show world, like he would go make the movie Bloodsport back in the day. Yes. But on the side, he's also working like deep undercover. To, to do whatever, to infiltrate somebody. Like a to, heroin ring yeah. or something. Yeah, so he's doing real, like, like FBI work or whatever. Uh, FBI, whatever. CIA. CIA work. CIA would be a better appropriate. He's doing real CIA work offset. It's kind of like the movie is the front for his real passion, which is, like, kicking co- criminals covert ass. operations, kicking real criminals' asses. Which is, like... I hate to say this, like I don't want to gush over it, but I'm yeah. gonna gush. It's there's gushing today. Yeah, like this is gushing. It's a great idea. It's such a great yeah. idea. It's so and, funny and it works so well. And we can describing it to you. You can't even do it justice because you just have to go out and see it. If you're if you're not a member, of, it's all exclusively on Amazon Prime. It's free though. Dude. Yeah. Can you watch if, the first episode? If you're not a member of Amazon Prime, you can still watch it for free. They still they still give it to you for free. Um, I watch it on my phone. They make you they make you download their underground app. It's, it's called Amazon app, right? Underground. Yeah. But it's that's you don't have to sign your life away or anything. You just you just go boop 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 and you're in and you can watch for free. So I highly recommend you do that before you listen to this episode or after you listen to the episode. We're yeah, not really, there's no spoilers to be had. It's just one pilot. Yeah, I mean yeah. we're not going to go moment yeah. by moment. And say that was great. This was great. That was great. Yeah. That's not the point of this. The so, point is like you said, give five reasons that we think yeah. you should watch this or this should be a show. But before we get into that, I do want to say I know it's not a movie, but who cares? Yeah, John Claude Van Johnson, John Claude Van Damme is a great actor in a lot of movies that we like, so yeah. we're going to talk about this anyway. I don't you care. Can't, you can't pigeonhole us, Drew. You can't pigeonhole us. <laughs> but we're going to do what we want to do. I, I love this show so much, and and like I said, a couple people sent it to us on Twitter. We just had to talk about it. It's the perfect topic for our on-demand yeah. episode. Yeah. So what are what are the, what's your first reason for why this should be made a show? So number one of the top five reasons why this should be a show is the self-awareness aspect of Jean-Claude Van Damme and the, and the, the route he's gone in his career over the past... I don't know, five plus years. You told me that you've seen JCVD, right? That's that's a feature film that came out. I don't know if that was a VOD or it was released in theaters. I never saw it, but it's been on my list forever. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll get more into that in the, in the second step. But as far as the self-awareness of Jean-Claude himself, he's not taking himself too seriously. You see it in like commercials. Um, the split commercials, the, the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. And the jokes that they take through shots at his career a little bit. Um, you you had mentioned that you you kind of likened some of the jokes to Hot Shots in a way. Yes. So this is the type of comedy we're talking about. Not as ridiculous as Hot Shots, but kind of like they're throwing jokes at you. A lot of them are subtle, very subtle. Kind of like oh yeah, like that kind of like it's not it's not gut busting comedy. Well, it's not laugh out loud, but funny. it's like it's it's kind of like it's smart. It's smart dumb comedy. I don't know a better way to describe no, it. No, Hot Shots is a good way. Loaded Weapon. It's it's that '90s spoof. Like you know, I keep saying this every week. Now they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. We're starting to make them like they used to. Yeah, 
So they kind of have a thing where, so John claude he's retired, and so he wants to get back in the game just to meet up with his ex-girlfriend. So he has no training. He's been out of the game. He's like totally retired. So he calls his agent and tells his agent, I want to get back into this thing. Put me in a movie in Bulgaria. The movie is an action reimagining of, of Huck Finn. Of Huck Finn. And, Which is amazing. Yeah. So it's those types of jokes where, and then they actually show a scene of him filming Huck Finn, and it's super serious. He has like the overalls. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really well done. And th- those are the types of self-awareness that this show has the potential to like fully exp- explore upon. What, what's your, so what's your second reason then? So get and then two ties into one is the, uh, the extension of the JCVD character that he has created for himself over the past couple of years. And that plays into what I was saying before. Yeah, right. So, Tell me a little bit about the movie JCVD. I know we're, we're kind of talking about him, but tell yeah. me a little bit about the movie. How does that play into where he's taken his character? Yeah, so the movie entitled JC, the movie is literally called JCVD. It was made maybe over five years ago, maybe maybe more, um, maybe closer to 10. I, I don't know how old I am anymore. I, I lost track of all time and space. You're like 42, yeah, right? I right. Mean. Yeah. So it's basically he plays himself and um, he goes into, I believe it's a bank and like and the bank starts getting robbed. And he's like himself and everybody's like looking at him to do some cool shit. But he's like just a regular person. He's not because he's he's Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's just, like, he's, yeah, but he's not. The, he's not the man. Like he knows. He knows some shit, but he's not the man he is in the, the <laughs> movies. Like, right. I like that. He yeah. knows some shit. Yeah. So and then the, and then the robbers start to like they're like, oh, man, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. So they're like, they, like fans. starstruck. So like he's just trying to like play the play the nice guy while the, while the cops try to do their thing. And then he gets to a point where he kind of realizes he has to do something. And then he, and then it, like the movie takes a strange turn. I'm kind of babbling here. No, you're but, not. You're <laughs> describing the plot of the movie, which where, is like what he, he'll have this long soliloquy about like his existence and like his, his purpose in life. So and it's like existential, very existential, and it's very moving. So there's that whole movie, and then that whole that whole move in that movie, and then like you see him do interviews lately, and he's kind of like questioning who he is and who what people expect of him. And the kind of like parody of himself that he's become, and like he kind of takes offense to it. So was this was this released in theaters? You know, I I don't know. I don't think it was released in theaters to be honest. But it, it's a well respected direct to video movie. I've I never seen it, and it's been on my list for a long time. And the way you described it, it, it do you see a lot of similarities between that and this? Yeah, it's like he's depressing. It's like he's very depressed. He's like it seems to be in a depressed state. Like well, he's kind it, of like he's so famous, and like he's see, he's heard it all. Like it's kind of like he's like he's like beaten down by. Like he's it over it. Yeah, he's over it. Yeah, but that that's how and that's the way this opens. Yeah, and this is the kind of character that he plays now in a much more ridiculous like way. They kind of like take it to the nth degree. Yeah, starting with like his his ridiculous home, where he has all the posters of all of his movies. <laughs> the joke of all all of the water and my plumbing it's is coconut, coconut water. water. It's, it's, that was awesome. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like of course they take it to the ridiculous degree. But it, it was in the way that the yeah. show opens. It's like it opens with this girl. Like, he clearly is heartbroken over something. You don't know what yeah. it is at that point. He's depressed. He's depressed, right? And yeah. he's depressed over his other girl. Like, she she doesn't get Because he says, oh, you just don't get it. Yeah. His other girl gets it. You, you never know? get it. This, you, this you person never, gets it. You never it. get it. But yeah. it's like the way that... And it'll play into some of the other points that we're going to get to, but his his acting is is phenomenal. I, I yeah. feel like he's very, very he good. He seems sad. Like, he's playing it very well. It's, it's, it's the level of acting that you don't see from him. But getting back on track... It's interesting to see the way like he kind of took his career, right? Yeah. Where he's kind of going in this direction of self-awareness. Yes. When you compare him to like the other three major actors from his from his era, like we're talking the main guys, Stallone, Seagal. So you're talking the and, Mount Rushmore yeah, right. of action the 80s, three, 90s. The three S's. Yeah. Stallone, Stagall, Stagall? Stig- Stegall? 
Steven Stegall. Steven Stegall. Steven Stegall. Yeah. Steven Stegall. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So all three of them have kind of played the twilight of their careers differently. Do you agree? No, I do. And and let me, I'll tell you how I feel about all of them. Because I, I feel like we can take them, we can break them down one by one. Yeah. So if you look at the way that Stallone took his career, and we've talked about this many times on the show, off the show, whatever. He's taken his own fortune and his own wealth to yeah. take the franchises and the properties that he owns to produce more of it. Right. Like, no one's really asking for it, but yes. no one's going to complain about it either because, hell, yeah, I'll take another Rocky movie. Why not? Yeah, it's not bad. Two more Rocky movies that we really needed, even though they're both good. Yeah. Nobody complained about yeah. it. And uh, The Expendables 1, 2, and 3. Great movies. I mean, they're fun to watch, but we didn't need them, right? Right. And, and we've said this on the show before, too. They couldn't make those like they used to because it wasn't possible right. because none of those guys would be in each other's movies because the budgets were like you're paying these guys X amount of dollars. You need budgets for the special effects, for all this other stuff. And it, it, they didn't really cross over a lot. You yeah. know, they, they made the joke in Last Action Hero where, what is it, S S Stallone was in Terminator instead. Yeah, right. Like uh, Arnold Braunschweiger sees the, the poster and it's Stallone as Terminator. Yeah. You know, it's like you're either one or the other. But if you look at the way Stallone took his career, like we were saying, he took his money and kind of made these franchises, Expendables, yeah. um, Rocky, all these other movies, yeah. Rambo, again, Rambo. Yeah, he's producing all of his movies. It's what uh, we, we call this, like, when you, you have that one extra beer. Yes. You, you try to keep the party going. Yeah. <laughs> when you're drunk and you shouldn't have that one extra beer, but you're kind of fading, but I feel so you like, have the next beer to keep the party going. This but, is what Stallone is doing. See, but you could also make the mistake of having one too many beers. You yeah. kept the party going for too long. Yeah. And I feel, <laughs> I feel that... Keeping the party going has actually worked for him pretty well. Like yeah. he's kept a consistent buzz throughout right. his career. He has. He has. He's, he's really successfully kept the party going. Whereas, <laughs> let's talk about our other friend, Steven Seagal, <laughs> who, you know, he not only did he have an extra beer, he yeah. probably had like, you know, a handle of like like Stoli. He's drinking everything on the plane. Like he's got the little liquor bottles. Too many too much partying. He's he's at the alcohol poisoning level of his career, yeah, Steven like, Seagal. Go to the hospital, yes. time to get your stomach yes. pumped. And talking about Stallone versus Seagal, there's a clear difference. Like Seagal, it, it seems that Stallone is a pretty nice guy. People respect him in Hollywood. Seagal always had, and we've said it many times on this show, he has this aura about him. He has this attitude, kind of an ego, where he thinks he's more important than he is. Right. And I don't know him personally, so I can't yeah. say that for sure, but that's what I get, right? That's that's the vibe that you get. Well, the, exactly. Yeah. The feeling that he did with Van Damme. And plus the multiple wives, the 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 the, the domestic, domestic abuse, yeah. and him treating people on set poorly, him, being a him police officer doesn't stink. in Louisiana yeah. talking right. with a southern accent yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, wearing bomber jackets and tight jeans and penny loafers. Yeah. You know, him maybe having he, clip on ponytail. The greatest musician of all time. But that, right? that's but that's what I'm saying, right? So he kept the party going for very too long. Yeah. Where he's VOD right now. You know, they make the joke in the show like, "Oh, you're Nick Cage, you're Nick Cage, you're Nick Cage retired VOD." Like, right. no, you're Steven Seagal, VOD. They couldn't right. make that joke because Seagal would probably sue yeah. him because he takes exactly. himself too yeah, seriously. You're not allowed to say his name, especially those two together. But but then Schwarzenegger, you've got Schwarzenegger. And I don't know how you view Schwarzenegger, but right. I look at him as he took the political route. He took a kind of a big break. Right. And now he's in anything because why not? Because yeah. it's fun. He likes making movies. Yeah. I don't know his money situation. Maybe he's doing it for the money. I don't know. The new Terminator... Uh, you see him in all those commercials for those um, the war games, microtransaction games, the war games. And that's fine. Do that's a violation, Arnold. Yeah, I know. It's kind of it's kind of messed up to see him that way. But 
it seems like he's doing a lot of things for fun, right? Like, what's his level of keeping the party going? Like, he took a break, and now he maybe maybe he's doing the microtransactions because he's got to catch catch the buzz back up. Yeah, but he's waking a little bit when he's doing this stuff too. He is tongue in cheek because yeah. he doesn't care. He just he's just having fun. He knows that people love him no matter what he does. He's like That's he's the like thing. the Brett Favre of like movie making. Like yeah. he's just having fun out there. Here's the thing: the difference is JCVD. He like he knows that people want to want to like him. Like he has this, this thing about him, but he knows that he's not on that level of fame. That's that, that Schwarzenegger is right. So he's going at the more artistic route, which you kind of have to do. Whereas Schwarzenegger is forever famous. Like he's like all time top 10 famous. Right. So he's just, he's doing the wink. Like he's doing the wink and he's, he's playing the crowd favorites. Even like based on, it's like a Snapchat, uh, this is Snapchat account. Like he just takes selfies of himself yeah. and he's like, look, a monkey. Ha ha. Right. He's ha, like, he's doing, he's doing Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like he's doing it. He is the character. Yeah. But I, I feel that, and this show playing back into how does it, how does he change his career into the twilight of his career? Right. As he's taken his, his acting a certain way, we're talking JCBD. These guys have kind of done their own thing. They were more famous back when these guys were making movies. You could argue before Seagal got a little weird yeah. Like they argue that Van Damme had no charisma. He he didn't really speak without that thick accent. So people didn't really take on to his movies. He had some big releases, but he was always kind of like I don't want to say he's the forgotten man, but he was the low man on the totem pole compared to all these other guys. Do you agree with that? Yeah, but also you could say that a lot of his movies were more martial artsy than the other three. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a different genre, his his style of action that maybe it it didn't fully appeal to the mass audience the way that the other three did as far as like commercial success. Goes. I mean, you could say that sudden death, another episode of ours that yeah. you should go back and listen to that was maybe more commercial appeal, but there was not, there was not a lot of martial arts. That's in that. what I was going to, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Right. Like yeah. he missed the opportunity to do a split. So he does a split in every movie. Yes. And he, he makes a save, but he does a kick save. Like, why did he not do a split save? That like I feel it was like, a conscious choice. I, he's probably like, don't pigeonhole me into the, yeah, the split right. guy. About some monkey to do splits at your will. But but I think that he was looked at differently at this time. So you know, as these guys were in these crazy blockbusters like Predator, Terminator, you know, uh, Rambo, all these other movies. You know, Seagal kind of did his thing. He became more of a joke than anybody. Yeah. Van Damme just, to me, he always seemed like the forgotten man. Right. He just seemed like the forgotten guy. And now I feel like he's actually better than all of these guys right now. Yeah. And I'm hoping that he starts to get the respect. Nothing, yeah. no disrespect to those guys. It's just a different style of something. Sport, like uh, the hot take right here. He's the best actor. He actually is. He has the most acting talent of the four of them. And uh, you don't know until you yeah. watch something like this and it or took, the other movie. It took this long to really find that out. Right around the JCVD era and Expendables 2. Was Expendables 2 where he was the villain? Yes. Right, it wasn't 1, it was 2. That movie, can we just talk about that movie for a second? That movie was awesome. Yeah. Like, and he was so, he was the reason why it was awesome. The first one was like a good action movie. Uh The third one I haven't seen, heard it was very bland. Yeah. But the second one was good because of him. Right. Just what you're saying. Yeah, so he kind of, he kind of like kicked it up a notch because like, I feel maybe either out of necessity or out of like, I really got to like do something different here to like get to the last phase of my career kind of thing. And he acts like it, you know, the depressing thing works for him. It works really well because he's a good pensive actor. Like when he's like staring off into space, Uh introspective, the existentialism, it works well for him very well. Whereas these other guys are just, they're just having another drink. Right. So um, that's again, well, this is all under reason number two. It's the biggest reason. Yeah. It's the the expanding on the kit the new, the new JCVD, if you will. 
And I'm excited to see where it could go because he's got a lot going on. So what's your reason three? Three, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, the originality of this, of this whole, of the plot of this show, where it's based in reality, but at the same time, it's completely flipped around on you and is completely ridiculous. And they're how, winking. So how, how is it both realistic and, ridic- and ridiculous at the same time? I don't know how they did it, but they kind of, I don't know whose idea this was. I, I was wondering if it was written by him because yeah. I thought, man, that would be a pretty cool thing if yeah. he wrote it. I would hope so, but I don't think it was. He didn't. There's yeah. another writer, and I don't know how this got pitched to Amazon. He was like the perfect actor. Like you couldn't. I don't think you could do this with anybody else. Uh-huh. And that's part of the originality of it. Like I don't think that this would work with a lot of other people. They couldn't do it with Schwarzenegger. It's too big. They couldn't do it with Stallone. Like he's the perfect person yeah. that this plays into because of the way his career went. And it doesn't work with... A, a fake guy like if you have just a, a no-name actor while on, on paper it seems like a good idea it won't doesn't work unless you have your previous like your your previous uh encounters with van damme absolutely it doesn't work because you kind of rip oh yeah because you're thinking of van damme as a real person but he's not a real person he's he's playing himself who's playing a guy who's uh, a cia agent but here's the thing it's kind of believable, isn't it? Yeah, it is. In a weird way. I would I would believe it. I think he can whoop someone's ass. In a weird way, it's kind of believable. Yeah. It's like, all right, I can see this being, being there's some truth to this. Yeah. Like it's a it's a novel idea, right? The the originality of it like you're getting at. The only other thing that I can say that maybe compares and and it's only in the the style of shooting and the comedy is Hot Shots. But it's not as over the top as Hot Shots was. Hot Shots was like Hot Shots 1 and Part 2 was like the way that they did it was so ridiculous and so over the top. Maybe uh-huh. Loaded Weapon, same thing. So Love over the weapon. top. Loaded Weapon is is <laughs> yeah. secretly like the underrated one because they Helio. took the saxophone <laughs> and like, because what other movie like yeah. does the saxophone thing? Like Lethal Weapon has that sax- saxophone interlude playing at all times and they take it and they take it up to like 11. Yeah, and the, the, the love interest, the whole movie ends up being his dog or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so so, so, the way to take a joke for freaking 90 minutes, I swear to God. I, they never show that on TV ever. Yeah. Sometimes they show hot shots and it yeah. used to be on Netflix, but um, it, you know, it's funny that it was Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez, the brother, the brother duo in the two movies. So and, and, and rounding back around to the third reason that, that we're talking about why it should be made is for the originality is the streaming services. You got to support shows like these to keep these creative juices flowing. There's a lot of shows on streaming services, especially Netflix and Amazon to a lesser degree. It's less popular, but they have a lot of good original content as well to where you can't do this on network TV because they're just going to shoot you down because all they want to all they care about is ad revenue shows like um, like BoJack Horseman, for example. Yeah. Shows like um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, where it's like too weird. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was supposed to be on like CBS. Or, that would never work. And it was it was it was shut down because it was too weird. So it went to Netflix. It was very successful. But that's the interesting thing and the difference between the models, right? Amazon puts out a show and they put out a pilot, so they're testing things. So this is a pilot, and you can vote for this right now. You can vote whether you want them to make this a show. They did yeah. the tick too. It's a new one that they're coming out with. A, I know they did it with a with hand of God or something. Yeah. It's the Ron Perlman show where he's right, like a, right. a judge or something. Yeah. They did it with, I think um, with transparent, the show with Jeffrey Tambor. Right, right, right. Where I, I, I know that was like one of their first big like breakthrough hits. Cause it was like a very interesting topic at the time. Um, you know, Netflix, they put out just everything at once. I think House of Cards was their big one right away. Yeah. And they've done it with other shows since. They try to do Game of Thrones, like a Marco Polo style show, which I actually really enjoy. Yeah. I haven't watched House of Cards yet, but I've heard that's excellent. 
I know Orange is the New Black is another great one. Right, and into like the, even in the documentaries, like making a murder and stuff like that, and uh, what we've been talking about for the last like month, Stranger Things, not not here, but in person, our personal lives. Right, right. How great were Stranger Things, right? Dude, I finally watched it. We talked about it on our last episode a little bit, right? We kind of joke like, and it's the joke, the theme of the episode, right? Without yeah. it being the theme of the episode, they don't make them like they, they don't used make them to. like they used to. You know, they're starting to make them like they starting used to. Starting to make them like they used they, to. You know what happened? They're listening to the show. You know what happened is you said it, and then they were like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know what? We don't make them like yeah. we used to, but Stranger Things is 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 an excellent show, and I know everyone's talked about it ad nauseum, so we don't have to spend tons of time on it, but I think it's a perfect example of how they used to make them with, obviously, the time period and everything, but the the, the spectacle of the show. You know, I yeah. think Super 8 was a, is an example that I used in the past where it's like the Spielberg like fantastical show, like, yeah. you know, like the a Goonies. Steven, it's like a Stephen King almost. Yes. It had a Stephen King feel to it. It had a Stephen King feel to it. It reminded me of like E.T., Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of the Goonies. Uh-huh. And I feel like the casting was excellent. Like the, the script was good. Relatively the no name, weird looking kids, which, which helps it uh, because it's real life. realism. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we, we, like people have talked about Stranger Things, but maybe think about like the whole binge watching thing in general. And the Stranger Things kind of got me thinking about like a mystery show, like in the vein of Lost. Yes. What if Lost was was made by Netflix and you were able to binge watch entire series? Would that have like more? Would would people look back at Lost with with rose colored glasses better than they do now? Because people seem people seem to retroactively hate Lost. So you this know? is have this, you seen have you have you felt that? Yes. And this here's the interesting topic, and I think you you bring up a very interesting topic. Ugh. Part of the fun of watching Lost to me was the fact that you could analyze the episode after. As yeah. much as you hate having a cliffhanger and having to wait till next That's week true. to watch something, true. part of the fun was seeing that shark go by with the logo of Dharma on yeah, it or true. analyzing the numbers. You're looking it up on the internet when when you know this stuff was out on like message boards and stuff. People were writing about all these kind of things. It was like uh-huh. watch parties, like let's see what happens next. If that was on Netflix, and it is right now, but if it was debuted on Netflix, yeah. and I know a lot of people who watched it for the first time on Netflix... I don't know. I'd love to know, like, is it better or worse? Well, I think season three would be better because it yeah. was shitty. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I binge watched the first two seasons when I worked at Blockbuster. I uh, I got the DVDs and that's how I watched the first two seasons. And yeah. I watched them in like a freaking two weeks, maybe all right. 24 episodes yeah. or whatever it was. So there was no like I, I understand the mystery aspect of it. That right. it's great to go episode to episode. But I plowed through because it was so great. And yeah, season three was not as good. And that was the first season I watched episode week, episode week, episode week, all the way through. You know what I mean? And the same thing with uh, Breaking Bad. Yes. But that 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 actually had the opposite effect where I, I plowed through the first five and a half seasons or four and a half seasons or whatever. And, the, and I watched the only one I watched live was the last half. And I loved watching one episode and taking a break. That's what I was going to say to you. Did you did you like it better or worse? Because. I was thinking about that with Stranger Things to yeah. bring it back to Stranger Things yeah. and and Lost and all these topics. You you mentioned too about the retroactive hate. We talked about that a lot on the show. Yeah. Retroactive hate on Lost, absolutely one hundred percent true. Everyone right. hates it now, like yeah. but they loved it back in the day. Sure. So if you say you hate it now, I don't believe you. Don't 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 hate the journey. You know, just because you hate the end, don't hate the journey. A- the end wasn't even that bad. Yeah. It's like get over it. Yeah. So, but but coming back to Stranger Things and JCVD, kind of the overall Let's theme wrap it of back things. Back together, yeah. The thing about Stranger Things is. And I was thinking about this as we do podcasts, because we do an episode. There's other podcasts that do episodes on a TV show. Back when Game of Thrones is out, there's a lot of great Game of Thrones podcasts. Part of the fun of watching Game of Thrones is you watch the show, then you listen to the podcast, you analyze it. With Stranger Things, I almost found myself wishing that I could watch it week to week. There are some Stranger Things podcasts out there. Right. 
I haven't listened to any because it was too tempting to watch the next one. It's kind of hard to go back to. You can't. Yeah. Like, you kind of can't. So as much as I'd want to do that, it, it's difficult. And that show was a great, it felt like an eight-hour movie. And it was just done so well. Right. I think it worked in the eight hours. It it might have been different if it was a week-to-week show. True, yeah. So I, I don't know why I'm rambling on this, but back to JCVD... Would this work in a binge-watching, I guess, fashion? Yeah, this is totally a binge-worthy show. And I'm sorry, we kind of segued there, but it gets back to the point where a lot of shows, especially like network shows, for example, not a whole lot of originality to them. And you you mentioned it before. It's like the the ad revenue is so dependent that people, and and the major network shows, and this stuff would never work on there. And that's why I love the fact that these companies like Amazon and Netflix and even Hulu is doing a little bit of it. They're, they're having the balls to, to yeah. go and put this stuff yeah. out there because why the hell not? And people were calling it, calling this like the golden age of TV quote unquote. Right. And I think it's kind of on the downslope now. And uh, because like, well, what do we got? Like the main shows are still like the walking dead and fear the walking dead. Where it's like, they're still good shows, but they're not fr- refreshing anymore. And all like lot, many of the network shows, ABC, Fox, CBS, it's all crap now. The only th- good things you're getting are is like Americans on Fox, FX, a lot of FX shows and Fargo. Um, yeah. And HBO. And that's really it. Showtime, which can also be binge. A lot of people don't subscribe to HBO or or, or Showtime and they'll just wait or maybe they'll subscribe for a month and plow through their, a show of their choice. I think you're right, though. I think like I think the TV stuff is winding down a little bit, but Netflix is ramping except, it up. But except for Netflix right. and Amazon, those streamings, that's my point. I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you for bringing my point. But you're right, <laughs> yeah. though. I think, yeah. like, exactly. and HBO, I put kind of in the streaming services because it's a premium service. You can service. wait and binge watch it. Right. It's right there for you. Right. right. And, and then I think that's what is so exciting about this type of show to bring it back to JCVD. You would never see this anywhere else. You'd never see this on ABC. You'd never, maybe you'd see it on comedy central. Maybe I I don't even know if you would see it there, but Amazon is awesome for putting this out there. And I'm hoping that people go and vote for this thing because I would love to see a full season of this thing. It's just so fun. It was a fun show. And anyone that listens to, to our show, the last row podcast, you know that this is just it's in our alley like completely yeah it's the action stuff the tongue-in-cheek the the just ridiculous over-the-top action jokes from the 80s it's so perfect so obviously i'm gushing over this yeah. so i'm gonna let you give me the next reason let's keep on going we'll go with plowfield we're already probably we we, we uh, said at the beginning it was probably gonna be like a 20 minute episode yeah, right? it's probably like 45 minutes <laughs> it's in. never I'm 20 so minutes sorry. it's never 20 minutes hopefully people still lost it. G- give me your fourth reason so the fourth reason is uh we touched on it um, the phenomenal acting in this pilot, which surprised me. I didn't expect it to be well acted. And this goes back to JCVD really, like, really trying. He dialed it up, man. Yeah. He dialed it up. And, and not just him, all of the side characters as well. I thought the casting was good, too. Yeah. Like, the guy with the weird dreads. That guy was funny as hell. Yeah. The girl was really good. His, his agent yeah, slash... The, the quote-unquote, uh, like, makeup assistant slash yeah. love interest. Yeah. Yeah. And the, like the, the, the agent the slash prop guy like, yeah. slash the Ro- the Rastafari looking guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he like puts this ridiculous disguise on him. It's yeah. so, so weird. Yeah. The, 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 the director that has like the infinity scarf or whatever. He's vaping. He's vaping. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I directed hamsters. And I mean, TV. here we are listing things that you need, just need to go see for yourself. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is like even throwaway characters, like a waiter in a ramen only bar, in the beginning of the episode, it's <laughs> great, like it's, it's it's great acting. It almost seems like it, it almost seemed improvish. I I didn't know if if it was fully scripted or not, but 
like everyone's stepping their game up. And this is like, it seems like they really went for it. I, to- I totally agree with yeah. you. So we'll do the fifth reason, then we'll recap them all. But wh- what's your fifth reason for why people should watch or why we should make this a show? The limitless creative opportunities uh, for, for, for the script week to week. So we saw in this episode him just hop on a plane, get back in the game, and go, and go, uh, and go work on an action spin on a, on a Tom Sawyer story. Like Bulgaria. Right? Yeah. To work on Tom and Huck, where, where it's like he's he's Huckleberry Finn, and we find out that Tom Sawyer is this hot his hot girlfriend yeah. <laughs> that he has to defend from this evil what's his name? Oh my god, yeah, he, and he's wearing like he's wearing the overalls, and he put like before he starts getting in the fight, he puts like the hat on straw so hat. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of I mentioned Last Action Hero earlier. Yeah, do you remember when the kid's daydreaming and he has the dream of of Arnold Schwarzenegger as Hamlet? Exactly. And he's yeah. like, hey, Claudius. And he like, you know, to be or not to be. Yeah. Not to be. Like, there, there there, could be, every episode could be a new movie that he's working on. Like, this this doesn't have to be a serial show. It, it could be week to week. It could be a different a different movie every week. You could have a different villain every week. And if you, if it is the same movie, you could have a different villain. Like, half of the half of the film was, half, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I'm so excited. No, it, it's an exciting yeah. topic here. Just sorry. keep keep going. Yeah. Half of the episode was him like getting back in the game. The other half was him on the movie set and then going on to actually infiltrate the real CIA operative mission that he had to do. So each mission could be you could have a different guest spot for a villain. Maybe a surprise Val Kilber showed up one time. That would be amazing. Or, yeah. I don't know. Anybody. It could be anybody. And I, I love how you mentioned a couple things there. The the piece about when he went from the action set of the movie to the actual you know, infiltration of the place that he needed yeah. to go. Like it was self-aware. It made jokes about his other movies. There was a time cop joke in there. There was jokes about him fighting one guy at a time. Like it's yeah. flashbacks where he has the, the hard, uh, uh, what is it? Hard target, is hard, it target hard target, the hard target hair. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he had like the giant mullet. It was yeah. awesome. And he was wearing like the tight jeans, like the jokes about him doing splits. It, it, it was so well done. And, and I, I'm sitting here gushing myself, right? Because I'm so excited about this. And I'm just so glad that it exists. Even See, if they don't make it, it's hilarious. See, here's, here's the thing to take away from this. I wouldn't I would be forcing this. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I love Jean-Claude Van Damme. I love action movies in general, especially from the 80s and 90s. But if this was a piece of crap or if this was kind of good, yeah. we wouldn't be having this episode. No, and, and I think that's why we decided to do it for On Demand, right? Because if yeah. you haven't seen it or you have seen it, you yeah. want to appreciate it. We want it. to spread awareness. If, if So if you listen to this show and you like the show, we're, we're not producers of the show. We're not no. getting a piece of this action, all right? <laughs> Go watch the pilot. Every play we get. Uh, and <laughs> they uh, they literally want you to tell them that you like it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I voted for it. You got to vote I, for it. You, you physically vote for it. And if, and if it gets, gains enough popularity, they will push this pilot through and make a season. But like, think... Think about what you just said there. How awesome is that? Yeah. Like you and me and everyone that listens to this show and everybody that has an Amazon account, you have the chance to say, make this. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Right. Like, I'm having that mind blowing moment. This of is like, the future. We, we have a say in what content gets created. We don't have to watch CSI Las Vegas a hundred exactly. times. Yeah. We don't have to watch another CSI Nevada, like whatever, CSI Miami. Any of these shows, good. Let CBS make them. But we have the chance to vote on stuff like this. It's original. It's fun. It's it's a great show. Let me ask you this question. The people that are, let, let, let's, I don't want to be like a, ageist or whatever, <laughs> an ageist. Is that the way you say uh, it? I guess an ageist. Right. So the people that don't know how to stream their content, right? Yeah. So they just watch CBS, Fox. Right, right. You know, all those, sh- all those, ep- when they're like, when they're dead gone, right? Yeah. Say like 
You're talking the new generation. Yeah, 20, 30 years from now where they're like, they're out of the game, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's like our generation, the younger generation coming up oh, the, becomes our age, yeah, right? Exactly. So everybody's going to be watching their stuff streaming or something cool that we don't even know about yet, right? Right. Our, the CSI and like those types of shows, those those episodic like uh, cop shows and those pieces of crap that like really don't try hard, those those shows, are they going to exist anymore? No, I think they will. And here's why. You think? Because will, I, will network TV get become extinct is my question. I don't know if it'll become extinct. It may shrink or maybe maybe there won't be as many of those, but there's a reason why they exist. And and it's not just that generation. There's definitely people that, and, and I've watched some of those before too. Like it's, it's, it's a, I don't want to say lazy. It's not a lazy show, but it's something you can just throw on and you yeah. don't have to like think too much. I guess. And there's something nice about that too. But I do agree with you. I think they will start to go away because yeah. this stuff's going to take over. Right. People want this type of content now. But I do think it will always exist in some capacity. Okay. So I don't know. Just a thought. Do you disagree? I don't know. What do you no, think? I don't disagree. I'm just throwing it out there. And, and they're not like awful shows by any means. It's just, it's not like, like what is it? House was like an example. I know that's like a very popular show. Yeah. It was kind of like a hybrid of these, right? Like, like the CSI thing got replicated across every city in America, like CSI Miami, CSI New York, all this other stuff, yeah. NCIS, that, that thing. So you either have a cop show or a hospital, hospital show. show. Those are the two, fire department like, show. They'll always be yeah. that, no matter what. Like, like, who, like, Bones is on its like thirteenth season or whatever. Yeah, like, like who's watching Bones? I, I mean, it. But enough people are. They're popular for a reason. I mean, I haven't watched them myself, but like, some. I guess you could argue the same about Twenty Four, right? Like, oh, Twenty Four has been on forever. Why the hell they need another one? Yeah. And it's it's the network. It's because advertisers need something they can hedge their bet on. And you're watching Fox on a Tuesday night at eight o'clock, like. It's ad revenue. You you nailed it earlier in the show, and I think that's why it will never go away. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought that I wanted to go away. It, 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 it's fine. You can so, have it. So do a recap real quick of your five reasons, because I think we went through them kind of staggered, but, but read them real quick. Self-awareness, extending the reality of the, of, the, of the JCVD character, his new and improved kind of melancholy way, the originality of, of the topic, the surprisingly good, no, surprisingly great acting. Surprisingly excellent. Great and the limitless creative opportunities that arise from possibilities of the script. And I think I think that's a great way to kind of kind of leave it because yeah. it it's just very well done. I don't know what else more we could say about it. Just go out and watch it and if you like it vote for it. If you don't like it, okay. <laughs> if you don't like it vote for it because like we want to see it. So do us yeah. a favor. <laughs> do me a favor and vote <laughs> yeah. for it anyway. Help me out, bro. It's not going to hurt you if they if they make it, right? You don't have to watch it. You know, it's no, but I think they should. So I guarantee they're going to like it. If 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 they like our show and they like the types of movies that we like, yeah. they're going to love this show. Do yourself a favor. How about funny would it be if we actually were paid by Amazon? And this <laughs> we, is just a sponsored <laughs> episode, right? Sponsored. They'll never know. Uh, I know. They'll, They'll never, never know. know. Yeah, John Cla- John Clyde Van Damme's in my closet over here. He's in- <laughs> I need to put the uh, million dollar man million dollar man sound behind there. Everybody's I've got, got a, a price. price, Drew. We all have a price. Another thing, you know, before we wrap up, let's 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 loosen this thing up yeah, a little bit. Let's, right? Let's loosen it up. It's getting a little steamy in here, by the yeah. way. It's getting a little steamy. It's, yeah. it's you know Valentine's Day is coming up. They don't make them like they used to, except yeah. they made this like they used to a couple of years ago. Yeah, fifty one shades of gray. Fifty one. <laughs> shades of gray it's 50 50 grayer shades it's gray blue this time whatever color like he has blue balls because she broke up with him so it's That's, so it's blue gray like it's right? so blue that it's turning <laughs> yeah. gray it's blue so, gray it's blue gray balls it's so bad that's the colon so <laughs> 50 shades darker colon blue balls blue ball. <laughs> you know you could you could write it i mean 
we watched the trailer before the show. We got to start doing trailer reaction videos. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do it on the Instagram thing, wherever you want to do it. I don't know. But I think we should do it coming up. But this one, we watched the trailer before we watched this. I want to speculate on what this is about. Now, coming from two guys who didn't know nothing about this movie. We did read the books, all right? We have I, no idea what's coming. I read some Wikipedia pages, and that's all I know. And whatever research we did for the first one, back last Valentine's Day, go yep. listen to our episode. I'm pretty excited about this movie, Bad Way. Oh, yeah. It looks fantastic in all the wrong ways. I, and and I hope people understand what I mean when I say I'm pretty excited about so, how terrible this looks. So we we had a conversation among ourselves. It was, it was a brief, like, two-second conversation. Is, are we allowed to go to the movies and watch this Absolutely together? Absolutely not. <laughs> Especially since it's on Valentine's yeah. Day. Like, we, we can't. Like, it yeah. would just be too weird. Yeah. But I, I would... If you wanted to, I would do it with you. I would. I'll have to ask my wife if, if I'm allowed to have a Valentine's Day date with you. We'll have to make reservations. You got to buy the tickets online. Yeah. But I, I I would watch this, but we can't watch it in the theater. It's not going to happen. It's It would be a little weird. It's not going to happen. But What do you think is going to happen based on what you saw in this trailer? So we have questions based on just the visuals of this trailer, which was a great trailer, by the way. Lots of intrigue, lots of lots of heat. I'm Lots expecting people to turn the episode off right any now. Any questions? No, no, no. They care. They care. <laughs> so they open up and he has a present. Like, what is in that box? What's in the box? They don't show what's in the box. Is it Gwyneth Paltrow's head? We don't know. They, <laughs> we don't know. Could be. It's like he he Could be his dick in a box. We don't this know. This dude is like... <laughs> this dude is so mysterious. He probably has like literally like 10 lines in the script completely. Yeah. Like, because that's what he does. All he does is stare. You know, and Charlie Hunnam inadvertently ruined his own career by not doing this movie. Yeah, what's he doing now? He he did. He, he was doing like some movie about King Arthur. He's he's banging on Kurt Sutter's door to do that prequel to Sons of yeah. Anarchy. He was in Pacific Rim, and then yeah. oh, he's not going to be doing the second one. He and, got he got uh, Vinny chased out yeah. of Pacific Rim. Maybe he should have done this. He got Vinny chased. He probably should have done this. Yeah, he should have. And we would see, but this guy, the actor that they pick for Christian Grey. I'm not going to say it was bad casting. He He's just a creep. Total so, creep. So uh, in the box, is it, is, it, is it a new boob spusher? No. <laughs> it's, it's a butt spanger. Is it what, is a butt whipper? What, what is it? <laughs> he's got to get more stuff for his yeah. like room of tricks. No, but I think it's a mask. It's the mask probably, right? It's a mask. So cut to the scene where they're in masks. Him and the girl. Was it Don Johnson's daughter? Right? How weird is that for Don Johnson? Hey, at, least, at least it ain't real porn. He goes from Miami Vice... To what's that other show? Nash Bridges. Nash Bridges. To freaking Fifty Shades of Grey's dad is what he's what he is. He should play her dad in, in the movie. That would be so weird. Yeah. <laughs> he takes her to this masquerade ball. Not her dad, Christian Grey. Her dad takes uh, her to the masquerade ball. No. So we're allowed to be believe illegal. this is like going to be an orgy scene. It's like right? eyes wide shut. Total you got to like step it up, right? I, I don't get what's going on in this. And you know, I, I get exactly what's going on in this. Looking at this this trailer, it looks like an exact copy of the first movie, where <laughs> she's playing hard to get. She where she's broken up with him in the beginning of the movie. Where at yeah. the beginning of this movie, she was kind of like didn't want anything to do with him because yeah. he was kind of scary. Didn't know what to work. So it's like she's gonna play hard to get. Then they're gonna get together. They're showed have making passionate love in the shower with their clothes on. They took it up a notch, didn't yeah. they? But that's like very reminiscent of the first time they got together, yeah. right? So it's like this is the same movie and uh. What about a uh, remember the helicopter scene? What oh, they yeah. do? What they do this time? Speedboat, speedboat, or some or some type of some boating. So they're activity. on a they're on a boating they're on a huge yacht or boat or whatever. He's got flash his money. Yeah, instead of the helicopter scene where the "Love Me Like You Do" K blasted on. <laughs> I was just like I was gonna sing it, but you have a much better, more yeah. more beautiful voice what than are I you do. Waiting for? You have a much more beautiful. So, 
So this movie is like it's like Speed Two, right? But I, like I guess Speed Two had a boat. Like like Shades Two has a boat. From what I took from it, it looks like they're broken up, and he needs to get with them. Yeah. Then there's some weird ass ghost girl that's just like haunting her. It, it's a sex ghost. Who the hell is that? Is it like he he like he made love to her so hard that her yeah. like her her like her passion was like <laughs> like imprinted. he banged her to death. Is that what happened? <laughs> Can we say that on the and show? The girl says the line to 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 um to Dakota Johnson. She says to her, "You think you're the first one he's done this to?" He's talking about she might get banged to death. Literally, Is he, he's a murderer. He's he's a murderer. His penis is a like a registered weapon. You know, like they say, like Mike Tyson's fists are like registered weapons, deadly how, weapons. How is this guy not on the sex offender <laughs> list, by the way? Total freaking creep. He used the butt whipper too hard. And you know what else is in this besides the sex ghost? Yeah. The, the the passion just rippled in time there. Just like, yeah. you know what they say? Like somebody dies a traumatic death. That's how a house got haunted. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how she's in this very room. She, like how many sex ghosts are in his freaking like his t- torture chamber they talk about skeletons and closets yeah oh this yeah this is literal he's got oh he's got some skeletons but who else is in this his freaking sex teacher his sex teacher his teacher what if she banged him so hard christian gray's a ghost all along <laughs> That's what, I mean. what if i just broke the trilogy like in the, the third one at the end you're gonna find it's like bruce willis you it's, find out at the end he's a ghost he's a ghost He's his own sex ghost. Because <laughs> his sex teacher banged him to death. It's Kim Basinger. Yeah. Freaking Vicky Vale from yeah. Batman. Like, <laughs> like you know, it's it's so weird. Like, so she's in this, and basically, you know, she freaking assaulted it. She should be in jail. Yeah. Why is she not in jail? She statutory raped him. He she, was like 13. Yeah. He was like 13 years old yeah. at the time. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that? It, so she's in this. It's your classic male-female swap scenario. So it's like, you've got Dakota Johnson not loving this dude. No. He loves her. The sex ghost shows up. Yeah. And then you've got Kim Basinger. Maybe she's going to try to pull him back in because she misses him. We should write this movie. That's what I'm saying. We should write this book. A 52 Shades of Grey. Let's, yeah. let's write it. So obviously, the sex ghost is probably just an ex-girlfriend who tried to change him. I have no idea. But we're going to go with sex ghost. It looked like a kid, though. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, you they, went, a, they went creepy young for the you casting. You can't have that in they this They went movie. creepy young. And so he's like... He may have like stopped being a businessman because he's so torn up about losing the girl, losing like, Dakota. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Like, does he is he still the head of Gray Industries? Yeah, like is he? Still I think the he's CEO? taking a, he's taking a sabbatical. Like he's a mess, and when we say he's a mess, we mean that he has like stubble. He had the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, so he's not shaving anymore. And, and it's this serious. Is like, this is like. Mr. Clean Cut yeah, Christian Gray. Like, yeah. you know, I got to shave every day because I'm a CEO. Like, I sit in an office with pencils with my name on it. What yeah. the hell does he actually do? We never know. <laughs> he do just we, makes the pencils. Will we find out? Will yeah. we ever find out what this guy does? We'll never know. He's like, oh, it's complicated. But I just need to know, and I can't wait to see this movie because yeah. it looks so awful. It's not going to be as good as we're saying it is right now, unfortunately. I'd like to watch the version that we... <laughs> yeah, we need, to, we need to make this movie. It's going to end up being a, a Cinemax porno. The, yeah. Like what we what we think sounds great ends up going to look like Cinemax porno. And and, and <laughs> I mean, between, even though this movie was a Cinemax porno, like and and I know we talked about this at length on our episode on it. So yeah. again, I mentioned uh, shameless plug. Go back and listen to it. How is this? How is this being made? How, how do they make this and put it in the theater? The ladies it is, love it. it. It's a it's a eleven o'clock on a Saturday night Cinemax movie. The ladies love it, man. Ladies That's all it. I'll say. And I can't wait to watch it. I'm sitting here saying. I can't wait to watch it. Fifty Shades Darker: Colon Sex Ghost. 
So we said, you know, we joked about this, this was going to be like a 20 minute episode and we're on yeah. like hour six here. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you want to write in and tell us about your own personal sex ghosts, yeah. you know, you can write to us the last <laughs> podcast at gmail.com, you know, you know, tweet us about yeah. your sex ghosts at, at the last row pod. Any, any other way you want to get in touch with us, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the last row pod. Um, iTunes. Thank you to everybody that's gone out, left us an iTunes review. Um, if you haven't had the chance to search for the Last Row Podcast on iTunes, hit hit that five star review, hit the subscribe button. Much appreciated to everybody. Thank you so much. And if uh, there's anything else, shoot us an email, and we'll see you guys next week. Blue. Do you have any sex ghosts? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe in our old apartment. I don't know. Like I'm not saying like you actually murdered someone, but like you know maybe like you moved into this house and there's a sex ghost. Was it built over it?